a five-star review on Dobby the Scapegoat. Say, bah. Man. Just say, man. man. I want you to get mad. Man. Welcome back to Dobby the Scapegoat. We are live from Charleston. It, well, it's not live. When you're hearing this, it's not live anymore. But right now, we were out in nature in Charleston, in close to Folly Beach. Close to Folly Beach. Close to Folly Beach. Yeah. With the Ryan Lowe Washington, musician, huh? author, sexy, sexy. Period. The, the sexy, sexy. The sexy, sexy. I'm definitely going to tag along with everything. The Ryan Lowe. The sexy, sexy. The sexy, sexy. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in and having a sleepover with me. We had a couple sleepovers and we recorded a whole episode. That didn't record. That didn't record. <laughs> and it is gone, so we're going to try to But I'm going to go and tell you, that's very us. It was <laughs> that is very, very, that is us. very us. And you know what? We did, We deserved a rehearsal. We you know, did. like We, we deserved did. to run through one time. We absolutely did. As if this is going to be any better. It won't. It won't be any better. It'll <laughs> but be we're, worse. we're getting our shit together just a little bit, day by day. But uh, we've talked a lot on this trip, and we're going to talk a lot today about mm -hmm. mental health. Yes. We're going to talk about what we're now dubbing megaphone boundaries, which yes. we think is a lot healthier than this other thing we're going to talk about. And I've got really creeped out lately. I've developed a new phobia. I don't know if there's a name for it yet. Uh, VR, AI porn and things okay yeah. i'm terrified of this and you asked me last night would you go to the virtual reality world for sexy time for sexy time and i started thinking about it and i'm like the only person i know that has done that is one person that i worked with and that person desperately needed human touch that he year he, he was did. going through something he needed and human touch like a fist to the face yeah and then i <laughs> learned okay instead of in lieu of human touch which is a necessity like sure. you know babies ne neglected babies terrible things happen people need human touch they do not the touch of um space ai I people just, I, I wonder to myself about things like vr like when you when you're in there you're still maneuvering things yourself in the real world right like because mm -hmm. there's nothing touching you through this like head headphone yeah or no this, like you know this goggle set you're wearing you see a sexy so for me, girl like, you guys why aren't start you doing just that watching porn because i imagine vr is like digital right it's not like real analog like it's, it's not digital women it's right it's other That's people like, in the metaverse it's other like this woman exists somewhere but okay. you're seeing her in this so it's like a live action universe porn, basically. That, yes. That feels that feels strange to me. But I'm like, does a little headset go on your dong too and take care of business? <laughs> or are you just wearing a headset yeah, and naked headset. jerking off in your living That's room? That's pretty much exactly what it is. And, you can't even look at yourself. And everybody's you know? upset when they like go on a date with someone and they don't look like their picture. And I'm like, imagine this multiverse where like they don't look at it. They're do you not know, look do you know what like fucked me up about this? If I'm watching someone walk in front of me, like in my own living room, like in VR, but I know that there's a coffee table there, I'd be terrified they're going to knock my shit over. Yeah. Like, I'd be yeah. like, watch my coffee watch table. Watch out. And they're like, what? We're in a, like, I'm in a club. What are you club? talking yeah, about? Like, this, this is, is so a library. Cool. <laughs> this is a library. What are you talking about? The books. I just like. My trophies. I, we, we got onto this conversation because last night the batteries kept dying and I, <laughs> I was trying new batteries out. And like in my house, there are new batteries, but they're from like the Dollar Tree because, you know, the economy. And I was looking for batteries, so I had to pull one out of the vibrator. And I said, you know, batteries, you can tell when your vibrator is getting tired. And then you're like, come on, please just like, just make this work one time. <laughs> well, because I've got one it. Duracell. You said these should be good. And I'm like, oh, are they from your other drawer? You, you literally did. And then I was, I was like, so like your vibrator drawer. And you're like, how did you do that? And I was like, well, when I first started dating Blair, he's like, do you have batteries? And I was like, yeah, you want 
okay, you want it? It's it's for the remote. It's for the TV remote. Get it from the one on the left. And he's the like, why are there <laughs> new batteries on the right drawer? And on the left, we have this bag of old batteries. And I'm like, because those are still good for a TV remote for like six but months to a year. But dry of real life. But yeah. But for a vibrator, they're a subpar. Like, and you just get to a point with your vibrator where you're like, she does not have the gusto she had. Yeah. Now a they're couple, chargeable to the wall. But yes. you concerned me because I thought that like I this got is my plugged USB into the wall <laughs> and it's still like you're using it while it's plugged into like live electricity <laughs> like up on the socket no me. no you plug it into like it, it's like your iphone charger okay. like it's just a usb thing you plug it into the wall it lights up like, or it's like yes, an iphone 5 it holds charge <laughs> like okay. crazy and okay. what and i just I, it used to be so funny because i was like oh my god it's like back in the day with my old vibrator and it was like those batteries would go and just die worst, on you and you'd feeling. have to switch to analog like i'd have to By go manual i don't want to do yeah. that to no me no one's going manual anymore that's what you're here for but that's so. why the vr headset thing really weirds me out because like you're still doing exactly what you were doing before but you're just putting on goggles yeah yep. that seems strange to me i don't know Until i mean i'm not i'm not we're not yucking anybody's yum like go for vr go do whatever you want to do yes. i just feel like that's something that like I guess when I imagine it, I imagine like VR from back when like I would play a video game and it's like everything's pixelated. So it's like Laura Croft's boobs are like triangles <laughs> like you say, just like float in the wind. Why were Laura Croft's <laughs> boobs like when she would turn, should I go left or right? And the boobs They were just went, hexagons they, that were like yes. coned out. Yeah. It's like those guys with that have an office where they have that ball thing that, that swings back and, forth. Yeah. and it just goes all day. I'm like, her titties were just those two gravitational balls. And if the wind would blow and guys would be like okay this is the ideal woman i'm like that's no the little balls that hit back and forth on desks like you always see them like in movies and like therapist office and i've never gone into a therapist office that has like that ball thing going i've never seen it it would person. it would drive me wild I've only, i'd like, be like seen please it stop that image. happening every job interview <laughs> i've gone image. on i'm like no none of you are a real boss if you don't have that thing yeah absolutely not you're and not you're not scary at all to talk to you if you don't have balls clinking you're telling me i'm background. gonna have to buy my own like i'm gonna have to buy my own to see this thing in action but i know it exists because it's like used as a prop in every movie but that was laura cross titties mm -hmm. and and guys were like this is what women should look like and i'm like women's titties don't blow in the you, wind you, not you, usually you like wow your tits don't look like a hexagon, like a stop sign hanging on your chest. Weird. I really prefer my titties to be like pixelated and square. With angles. Where everywhere. are your corners? Where are your corners? It's not curves. It's full corners. It hurts my chest. To think it's, about. It's, like I want to go. I want to. I want to. I want to. Your bra looks like a honey hive, like a, you know, like a honeycomb. I'm gonna. I'm gonna grope you, and then I should go. Ow. Spicy. <laughs> it's pointy. It's so pointy. I just you got I don't me. know. Like I, the VR thing really kind of throws me because I would rather. I mean, if you're already gonna be doing something that requires you doing it yourself anyway, I just don't know if I would go the extra distance to watch a stranger like strangely walk around in 3D in my living room. Like that yeah. really. If she can't, if they can't touch you, you know, what I, is here, it doing? Here's how I think about it. Like, did you have driver's ed? In high school, of course I did. And did you have? This is South Carolina. We do have driver's ed, contrary to popular belief. Just checking. We had simu simulators, so yeah, like we yeah. would have a, a thing with the TV screen, and you had to drive, and then a crash would happen, and you'd have to like react and stuff. All of that. So we had simulate. It was very comforting for me that I wasn't getting behind the wheel of a deadly weapon. Sure. And 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 raw dog driving like for the first time i appreciated that i had a simulation so when i think of virtual reality i'm like let's say 
my You're husband practicing. Com- my husband comes home and he's like i would really like to go to this orgy this weekend and i'd be like who what where when why like when did you meet the- who is invited what's going i'd have so many questions but then let's say i wanted to do it but i was really scared there's a virtual one at three virtual o'clock reality <laughs> practice we're having a virtual three-way at 3 p.m yeah today. and just so visually yeah you can- i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna get the smells and i feel like that's part of something you need to be but maybe like- that's a good thing <laughs> you know you never know what you're gonna get but, uh, a mixed bag no I, I, we need virtual reality orgies with, with scented, room spray scented, like scented room scented spray. virtual reality orgies you're so wearing I a mask and when something happens, like smells, you're like, oh my god, did you fart? I need to be prepared for anything because that's the worst. If you're like visually, I'm ready, hands-on practice I've had, and then you get to the orgy, but you're you cannot control your fucking face because you're so sensitive to smells, and there's just like just a lot of different your smells. And I'm not saying they're bad. Again, we're not we don't, we're not yucking anybody's yum yum. Okay, we are just like. That's the reason I would definitely use it. It's like to practice like, for the orgy. I imagine it's like The Sims. Yeah. Like you're in a Sims multi, like the, the, the oven's burning. There's a woman walking around with just her boobs out. And like, yeah. you're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no actual voices. There's a diamond over your head spinning. Like, you're like, you're in, your, in reality, you're like, talk dirty to me. You're yeah. up there, you're trying uh, to say that. something. <laughs> yeah, and then it comes out like, <laughs> and, I, and I get that like guys are uh, like, like forgive this statistic but like it's like isn't it 95 percent visual for most men yes like it's like the emotional connection doesn't have to be there as long as there's something visually that's like stimulating yeah you. so i get it I, I guess i get it in that sense i just don't know if i would go that extra route just to get something done really quick yes so but that's I'm, an experience that that's I, i'm, I'm not lighting a glade candle to like do yes. vr in my living room <laughs> you know what i mean like a sexy glade candle. yankee candles 2023 yeah. collections vr for or- one <laughs> Orgy. It's like you're there. <laughs> it's like you're there, but you're not cheating. That's my favorite. That's my favorite part. Like but I, you're not cheating. I don't know. I guess that's a cool question for this. Would you consider it cheating if your husband is doing VR with someone who is actually live yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, like. But does that count for porn if somebody has pre? If somebody was live and it's now a video that you can rewatch multiple times, is that still cheating? Okay, so here's how I think about it. Okay. Anything where you didn't want to invite me. Because you knew that you wouldn't like it. That would be like... You just didn't... You didn't give me the chance. Like, uh, here's here's a fun story about my ex-boyfriend. I was taking my buddy Kevin on his 21st birthday to a strip club for the first time. Shout out, Kev. Shout out to Kev. <laughs> how you doing? Um, which he has since come out. Oh, wow. Hey, so, Kevin. It's me, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> come hang out with me and my husband. We love gay friends. <laughs> And he oh, wait, wait has he come out as gay? Yes, because you never. I'm just. I'm saying. I just assumed he was one. gay, but sure, no, he, that's the one he chose. But on his 21st birthday, we took him to his strip club, and it took forever to get there. And my my boyfriend at the time got really drunk, and then no one could find him. And I was like, he's probably in the bathroom. And then like 45 minutes later, he's still in the bathroom, and everybody's starting to get worried. And then finally, everybody's like huddled, and they're Chipotle talking. Back. And no, they're like, I don't know if we should. And they're kind of looking at me, and I'm like, what is everybody looking at? And it's been. Almost 45 minutes at this point that uh, Reggie has been missing. And I shouldn't say his name because that's indiscreet, but Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. And I think he goes by Richie now. Reggie? So anyway, like Richie. A, like a Pringles? Oh. Richie. I, I like no, Richie. like his, his, <laughs> We love a wavy yeah, lace. Yeah. Name's Richard. Was Gaunt, he getting, was he getting a dance of the laps? Yeah. So he like disappeared and was getting a lap dance in like the private, private room <sighs> in the back. And my friends found out and then they didn't want to tell me. And then I was like... 
it's fucking fine. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, no, he should have invited me. It's it's that sketchy. Been you did cool... it without saying anything yeah. at all. Like that's what that's what makes he it sketchy. It cause it's the and, intent and the and the the fact that there are you know champagne rooms all around, but it was like this weird one yeah. way in the back that had like the the door blacked out. You know, like the other ones you no, could kind of see in there. <laughs> yeah, the super discreet room. So I was like, fuck out of here. Okay, I'm not in it. And then he's like, I can't believe you're mad. I got a, I got a lap dance by some chick. And I was like, that's not why I'm mad. And I kept saying, it's the, it's the I kept saying, why it. didn't you come and get me? Like, why couldn't that have been an experience we had together? And he was just like, I can't believe you're mad that I got a lap dance. And I'm like, what again, a guy answer. no, can we please go back to the, I'm, t- I'm literally telling you the problem at hand and you're actively trying to misunderstand it. And I feel like that's so frustrating and so prevalent in our lives. And we sit there and allow it to happen to ourselves oh, sure. time and time again because we want to think the best in everybody and we want to be positive. And if we say, this person's going to hurt me, you start sounding negative. And then people, toxic positivity people are like, oh you just God. manifested that for yep. yourself now, didn't yep. you? There's and always a, like, there's an excuse of why something shitty has happened to you. Yeah, It's one of those things where like, it really took us talking last night for me to realize I don't know why it took so long. We have made all these cute little catchphrases and sayings mm. of why, like, it's okay that people are hurting you forever. Oh, he likes you, mm. so he's going to hurt you. Oh, it's the people closest to you that hurt you the most. Like, you. why? Okay. <laughs> why? You you must have you must have invited this into your life because of how negative you are. Like, there's always a reason yeah. for something happening bad. And you're like, no, people just sometimes need help. And, yes. <laughs> like, genuinely. And, and, and if we communicate about it, then maybe they'll get it oh, or maybe they'll ask for help sure. or maybe it'll just open up another line of this relationship to you and this person of, uh, fuck, a lot of people are going through the same thing. So Absolutely. usually when I've been like, when I have had the balls and gone to the person and been like, what's going on? A lot of times they start crying and it turns sure. into this thing that you experienced or did or said is something my family member or my friend goes through but you handle it differently so and i don't like the way you do it or communication or, or like i see this person struggle so much more than it seems like you do so i think yours is fake or i think you're not being authentic because i have this person in my life that makes my life a lot harder and then you just seem to be kind. And it, that's the thing is like, I have always gone for mental health, literally everything with a comedy aspect. Sure. I mean, look at everything from a self-deprecating, if we don't laugh, we cry kind of yeah. thing. And I it, would say it's like a coping mechanism, but it's also just like, that's just how some people process. Yeah. And I think some people take it as like a carefree attitude or an immaturity because they're like this is an adult problem that I've had to deal with with this family member and I can't I can't get past it and you seem to make it fun or more just cavalier about it. You don't have as hard of a time so I don't respect your struggle. Yeah. But it's like you don't know you don't know what face I'm giving it today. Also, we don't know each other that well. well. Empathy so you don't and know how it does. go a very long way and that's yeah. I feel like that's non-existent. Now there's Oh, I'm sorry that I triggered you. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry that, but you're not actually sorry, by the way. You're Mm. saying it because it's like, oh, sorry that you got triggered. That's not my responsibility. No, if somebody's like giving you a pretty like solid boundary, or if somebody is telling you something in general that like they would respect if you did, yeah, you should just do it. Yeah. Why is that hard? I don't know. If you came to me and said, "Hey, like uh, Ryan, I know you. I know you've known me as Davi for forever. Okay, but." I want you to call me this or I want you to now refer to me as this or 
hey, next time you see me, if you could just not mention so-and-so, it really bothers me. I would go out of my way to make sure that you were comfortable. Yeah. Like, I would. Just as a human being, I would do that. I think a lot about boundaries these days because so much of that has been discussed lately and I feel like it's almost becoming you know the way people are like making fun of ADHD diagnosis as it's so trendy now then talking about your boundaries is trendy so let's fucking be on trend right now let's talk about boundaries because what have we seen expressed this year I mean there's so much in politics let's not even go into that let's do Jonah Hill the trending uh, story this year where he just his how you talk to your spouse yes his ex is speaking her story, what happened to her, her perspective. She is a, a surfer, like professionally. Yeah, she's a professional surfer. She posts pictures, always has been a surfer. Yep. They met a couple years ago. She was professional by that point, which means she's been doing it she's since she was wet a kid. Suits, wearing a bathing suit, her whole she does Insta modeling stuff. Sure. She's swimming, modeling, and she's beautiful. swimming, and she's record holder and things. So she is on there in wetsuit, sometimes bikini. But he. After they start dating, he's like, you can't post pictures like that anymore. That's disrespectful can't to me. Guys. This is like my it. boundary. Yep. He said, this is my boundary. It's not a boundary. It's control. That's not a boundary. That's control. And that's that's what I've noticed this year is like, I've never been a super like huggy, affectionate person. Sure. I there We've been talking about how like different liquors and, and, and ways to imbibe make us act differently. And I'm like, there are boozes that make me quite cuddly. Yes. Yeah. But usually I'm not like a... a hug strangers You're like a personal I'll, space kind of girl yeah I, i'm I like that's totally normal that's and i you know there's there's somebody that's like you need to cuddle with me more and be more affectionate to me and i'm like that's never been our dynamic why would you yeah you're not my spouse why would you're not someone yeah, that i would do that with anyway I, I go and you know about me it's not that i'm uncomfortable with it it's just like this has been our dynamic always why does this need to change and you know i you know it's and even like if it did change and y'all were like that and you said hey I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like this. Why is that not just enough? I don't know. It Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, you've never known me to be this person, so why do you want me to suddenly be this person? And he said, that's my boundary. And I'm like, that's not a that boundary. That ain't a boundary. <laughs> that's not a boundary. So, you know, we're talking about, like, a lot of behaviors that could be unhealthy today um because hey ryan and i always end up talking about mental health we really do because we're pretty fucking good at it at this point um so we started with like hey you need human touch yes (laughs) and now i've come full circle don't fucking touch me but like at the beginning we're talking about vr and virtual reality and now we're talking about boundaries and different types of what people think the definition boundaries is and um so so many poor poor ways yeah and um you know if 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 you hear this and you think we're talking about you uh, no we're not but if the shoe fucking fits um but yes so the library is open open, officially (laughs) and we have a few things to say the guy doing virtual reality orgies if you're not practicing for something get out of the kitchen you know what i mean there's only no room for more chefs go get some human touch you can only practice for so long until it's time for you it's time for realness to do that so go please get touched I'm begging this Go man get to get touched <laughs> for, by real humans because you're you're hurting Please. people and you're hurting yourself. And Please hurt get people, touched. Hey, hurt, hurt people, people hurt, hurt people. people. Another one of these things that I'm so sick of, like if you are an adult <laughs> yes. and you know that you're hurt and you know that you're hurting other people and you're aware of it, situationally you know what's going on, 
you you need to you got to fix that yeah you got to be like yeah i'm mm-hmm. an adult i'm hurt and i'm hurting someone yeah you can't keep using that cute little phrase to say well it's because i care so much about you that i hurt you so, so bad like, no it's because you care about me that you really need it's, therapy and that's why i'm able to say this to you it's because i'm overprotective it's because i'm territorial it. it's because i'm, I'm like you realize these are all negative words right they are like being protective of something i believe in protection safe everything so we've, we've gotten to a point where Mental health sometimes becomes a not 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 I'm not saying a crutch, but somebody will give you a reason of why they are acting away. It's like, oh well, I'm actually a cancer asshole rising, so that's why I did that to you. And I'm like, it's it's cute that you follow this, and it's wonderful that you read these things, whatever. But that does not that doesn't give you a reason to treat someone like absolute trash. And yes. I and this this hurt people hurt people idea, it really. I think it's worse when you're applying it to people like family mm-hmm. because you have this line in your in people in like in your life where if a friend is hurting you really badly and you talk to them about it and they keep doing it, what do you normally do? You cut that friend off, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it that we don't apply that negativity to family? I mean, we because should, it's like, but you as, should, as, the as family, long as the you're family member should be treating you better than a friend because they're your family. Yeah. Not, hey, I hurt you because you're the closest person to me. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore, bitch. Look how easy like, that is. You want your own. <laughs> you want your own now. But and boundaries, I... <sighs> we got to talk about them. The point of boundaries to me, right? Sure. Is communicating your feelings. That's what a boundary and, is, by the way. And you can tell your friend or your family, this is what you do that bothers me. You cross and, it, there's a consequence. Yes. And if they go into defensive mode, it's like, it's okay, you weren't expecting this today. I can allow that. If they go into, well, I do it because you do this, that's also that's still defensive and we're trying to flip it. I get that. You weren't prepared for this today. It's fine. It's when they keep doing it or they do it more. Like, let's say you you communicate those boundaries next day doing it again. Sure. Or within an hour or the next week. Whenever you see them, they are not going to stop and they're actually doing it more. Then, on purpose. It's on purpose, too, by this point. Yeah. So Which like, for sure is. So is that worth another conversation? Mm-mm. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. It's it like, is this person... You know, were they drinking that night? Were they sure, drunk? Did sure. they forget it? Because I've had a whole lot of things this year that have happened that have been personally traumatizing and then do I get an apology or a thanks for your patience no, somebody quote, or blacked out mm-hmm. I, you, you can't that's it not an says, excuse either. I blacked out yeah. what happened not an you excuse know what happened if you've drinking to the point that you don't remember what happened but you're texting me to say hey I blacked out what happened you know mm. that something happened you know that obviously you crossed a boundary it's there's no excuse for boundary yes. crossing if you have like if you came to me and said Ryan a physical touch like I, I don't want to hug when you see me but Okay, great. If I break that the first time because I forgot or whatever, and you're like, hey, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You take accountability, you move on. If I'm doing it because I know that it's making you uncomfortable, I am an asshole. Yeah. Okay? Like, Just, I'm an asshole. You're being very ca- casual and, like, actively oblivious to, like, other people's needs around you because only yours are important to be met. Sure. You know what I mean? Yours are the most important. And that's frustrating in a relationship because, I mean, with my spouse... With Blair, it's it's not always 50-50, you know? Like, Never it goes is. back Never and forth. Be. Everybody's having... So, we have that understanding. This is my husband. Like, sometimes he's going to be given, like, 20%. That is such a rarity. I'm the asshole, you know? But, like, it goes back and forth <laughs> so much, and I'm, I love it. I'm in love with it. But I feel like with other relationships... I expect, you know, like... To be met halfway. 50-50. Yeah, um, it's not really... Um, one of those things where 
I don't I don't have any friends, at least not anymore, that like they had a bad day, they take it out on me. Because they are like looking around like I can't yell at this person because they got too much on me. But there's this vulnerable person that I feel like will accept the hits and then she'll like try harder or to you've win accept, my you've affections you've, back. You've taken the hits before and I've, I've let it go. So they're yeah. like, I can hit her all I want. So anyways, to get back to boundaries, you communicate sure. and then they keep doing that to you. And then it's like, then you question writing them off fully, whatever. But I... I heard this theory once. A theory. <laughs> Back when I worked in radio, I heard this theory, and it was so alarming to me because it made me go, where are these mofos going to therapy? Mm-hmm. Who are they? <laughs> betterhelp.com? or Mehelp.org. Somewhat betterhelp.com. rst.gov. Mehelp.com. Could have been better help. <laughs> Could have been better Could have been yeah, better. Where are you getting your therapy? Because we were talking about bound- setting boundaries. We're talking about setting boundaries. Yeah. And, you know, at this point, I'm still like, I'm learning about that. I've been learning about that for a few years. You know, it's a big deal. And it's very, very, again, very on topic, very trendy right now. Uh, you want to respect yourself. You need to be setting boundaries with people. Again, what to setting boundaries? Communicating, communicating, so and not setting boundaries because you're trying to like dictate someone's life, but setting boundaries because like you've got personal things that like you cannot, that aren't fair to you. So the thing that was said, (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite, is I've been instilling silent boundaries into my life. (laughs) (laughs) This makes me laugh so hard. Shut up. Too loud. Shut the fuck up. That boundary's way too loud for me. So I'm like instilling, instilling, like actively practicing this in your life. Instilling, placing, placing silent boundaries, silent boundaries, silent boundaries. Is that an oxymoron? Is that like jumbo shrimp? You know, like is that that two words together that don't make no sense? And so I was like silent, hold on. And then it was explained, which is like I. Which wasn't helpful. I just like in, in a nutshell, distancing yourself, not saying anything. And I'm like, okay. All right. Okay, wait. Well, wait. I was so like, not saying anything and waiting for someone to cross a line that they have no idea what you're talking so about. So I was like, so for <laughs> me, that I feel like that's just giving someone the cold shoulder or the silent treatment, which I've heard is like um, like a manipulation tactic. It is. You know, and it, it's to it's to get people to act a certain way. Or, or at least try harder for affections. Like, what's up with her or him? Are they doing okay? Like, sh- I should try harder. I'm going to send them flowers for no reason. Whatever. So I'm like, is it boundaries? Because boundaries is like communicating and saying, hey, don't put your... Don't give me wet willies. You know, like, don't... I don't like like, it. <laughs> like, okay, here's here's an example. Here's one that was done on me. Is like, I used to... This is pre-COVID, but whenever someone would yawn, I would put my finger in their mouth really quick. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Cannot relate. Cannot relate. But love that journey for you. Somebody, because people are usually like closing their eyes. Stretching and stuff. So I just, Your eyes are going like, and it's shh. almost like it's so, sometimes I would just get away with it. They wouldn't even know I did it. Oh wow! You know, like sometimes oh, you I would touch do it. There, you just kind no, of I would be like, okay. you know, just okay. like a little one. I did, did you know, like I do sure. it. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, and I just it was like an affinity. It was just something I wanted to do. It was the same as like, like I also for some reason this still happens i don't know what this means but when i'm in elevators with tall people like i really want to bite someone 
bite? Like, yeah, whenever I'm whenever I'm like in a short like a closed in space <laughs> and there's just like shoulders and arms like okay. in my face and I'm kinda like the smallest one, so it's almost like if there was a renegade cat on an airplane. This is the and first time hearing of this. You just get bit. So I'm like whenever I'm in a closed space with like tall people, I really like just want to bite. I want to bite. <laughs> and then I want to see if they all start accusing each other. Please like, are don't they, come to us for they, mental health advice. <laughs> just please don't. I have not instilled. I have not instilled this in it. my life. It's a boundary for me. <laughs> it's, I've got to be able to bite you if so, you're taller than me. You but know to get rules. back to that, okay, so like you know, nobody, you know, I never did the biting thing, but like the finger thing, I did. It was funny to me, and people sometimes would feel like the wind, and they'd be like, "What did you just do to my mouth?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Like a little monster." So they're like. Okay, I had one friend that was like, I really don't like that. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't like what? And she's like, I don't like when you put your finger in my mouth when I'm yawning. I have a lot of trust issues, and I feel like I can't close my eyes around you. <laughs> and I was like, I won't do it anymore. That's She communicated that's, yes, a boundary, fine, and I yeah. stopped fingering her mouth. So <laughs> It seems fair. It seems fair. <laughs> and I'm like, and that's how that's done. Because I was just doing it. Because it would usually make both parties laugh. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Well, this idea of a silent boundary basically means that you don't say anything. You wait for someone to not be able to pass some kind of quiet test you've set up for them. Test and when they don't, quizzes. you treat them like what? Like crap afterwards, even You're though they don't angrier. know what the boundary is that's broken. You get angrier you know and that? angrier. It's called gaslighting. It's called building resentment. It's literally like you're literally telling someone like I was telling you earlier, I can understand if let's say we walk into a studio somewhere and you and I are like recording like a some bit or whatever, okay? Mm -hmm. And somebody walks up and they're saying something racist or homophobic. I can automatically in my head say, nope, this person's not for me. I don't need to express that to them. Would I call them out for it? A hundred percent. But I would not give them a boundary. I just wouldn't be around them or talk to them. Yeah. But if you know someone, like a friend or a family member, and you're not expressing a boundary and someone crosses it, but you don't say that they've crossed something and you just say, you know what, I'm mad at you because you blah, 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 or you don't even tell them why, you are causing a problem. Yeah. You are letting someone think that you're mad at them for for what? You haven't told you haven't communicated what it is that you needed from them. Yeah. I so I can't read your mind. That is not a boundary. That's I'm gonna just keep putting my finger in your mouth. <laughs> disappointed. If you do not tell me to stop finger in your mouth. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm do just it. Gonna do it. And then you're gonna get more and more resentful, and then you're gonna. Sit well, there I don't know what therapist this person was mouth. going to, but they're going to a yes therapist, <laughs> and you don't want to go to a yes therapist. <laughs> if the therapist is telling you all the time that you are not the problem, yeah. I promise you, they're just taking your money. You need a therapist that's going to tell you what is happening with you, and why you need to think about the way that you are reacting. If they're going, yeah, no, that's fine. So, you know what? Why don't you set some silent boundaries with everyone in your life and just be miserable for a little while? You know what you like? It's them. It's yeah. them. It's here, not you. Here at here it could have been betterhelp.com <laughs> slash gov.org. <laughs> we don't believe in community. We believe in isolation. And you are not the problem. We don't believe you're the problem. Mm-hmm, we believe aren't. everyone else is. And no we one can be helped. <laughs> we don't believe you need human touch. We think you should be alone. Instill silent boundaries into your life today. And Use watch. promo code. Shh. <laughs> Four H's. Four H's. Four please. H's. Four H club. <laughs> Four H club. Just remember, 4H I just, club. I, I want to know, genuinely, let's say like you had never gone to therapy or whatever, and you go into a therapist's office. I, w- I want you to try to think back before you've ever done any kind of therapy. And you walk in and someone tells you you're not the problem every time. They say yes about every single thing you have, but they tell you. I want you to start making silent boundaries 
They tell you this. Yeah. Would you have even thought for a second, wow, this could work? Because I feel like for myself, I'd been like, if I'm not able to say out loud what I need, mm-hmm. how is this? Like that, you're you're creating a cycle that's never going to. That is such bad mental health advice. Well, like, I, yeah. who did this? I'd be like, I feel and you're like, paying them. I feel like me as a person would feel more proud tomorrow if I stood up for myself. You should. And then he'd be like, no. <laughs> and I feel like, like we were saying earlier, setting a boundary because you need it for your own mental health. Mm-hmm. That's not negative. Yeah. Setting a boundary. If someone is using the term, I'm setting a boundary to tell you, you can't talk to your friends. I'm setting a boundary. That's, that's abuse of power. Yes, that's abuse. That's control. That's not that's a boundary. The, a boundary would wear. be saying, hey, when you're with your friends, I really don't think you should be discussing like our personal matters with them. Mm-hmm. That would be a boundary. Yes. Okay. I don't understand how you don't say those things out loud. But then your partner comes home and was like, oh, I was telling Brittany and Stephanie that, you know, you and I got into a fight last night. And then I'm like. What? What? Why would you do that? You know that I didn't say this out loud to you, and now I'm going to be upset with you. Yes. You, you know, you should have known that. <laughs> you should have known that I didn't say it out loud, and I'm very upset with you. And then that person's like, uh, okay. I'm like, you know what? I have silent boundaries, and you've broken them. And I'm like, well, which one did I break? And they're like, you know what? Think about it. Why don't you think about it? Why don't you think about it and figure it out? You tell me what silent boundary you broke, motherfucker. You write them down. If this really came from a therapist, like let's say I was this person and my Me- therapist, mehelp.com. my therapist at mehelp.com <laughs> use promo code four <laughs> H's. Tell him Ryan Lowe and Davi said you'll get zero percent off because it's free. <laughs> it's free. It's free. <laughs> You're- what if there's a place called mehelp.com and you go and it's like the it's like a clinic for like I don't know something bad. If it is, I apologize. We do research. And don't don't go to any websites. This are, is not real. These are all jokes. Like, these are no jokes and they're fucking dumb. But what I was saying is, what if? Here's what I would overthink, and here's where I am now. Maybe that therapist just wanted that bitch to shut up. <laughs> Okay, but that what might, that might said, be true, but if you've been going to therapy for 10 years and you've got a therapist who is allowing you to pay or your insurance company to pay them, and you've been sitting there and getting yeah. non-therapy therapy for oh years, my God. you are more fucked than you were when you went to therapy, and now you have trust issues with your own therapist, because yep. some other therapist has to come in and be like, we've got to chisel away at 10 years <laughs> of really bad information. Okay, <laughs> like, so... You know what my last therapist said? I don't have to say anything. So you... I don't, it out. I don't know what the fuck you are, but that therapist <laughs> over there is not real. Like, he is I, not I real. I swear to you, like, <laughs> it it kind of hurts. It's so funny, but it also kind of hurts my soul. This poor, this therapist. I'm not going to say this poor girl because whatever therapy she gets, she deserves. But <laughs> sorry, that's awful. Hey, but, the library is open. The library's, I'm sorry. Hi, welcome to the library. It's me, Ryan. Uh, my glasses are on and I, you're late. You're late. You, there's going to be a fine here. Yes. Um, But that, that the other people going to this therapist, people going to this therapist that are genuinely there because they feel like they've needed it. Mm-hmm. If somebody is actually practicing this in a way that they're telling you that people in your life who know you that you speak to, you should be setting these quote silent boundaries. I just feel so fucking bad for them because here you are thinking that you're getting help. You're going to go try something that is going to further damage whatever relationship you're trying to fix. Yeah. On it, your part. It will be you that's damaging it. If you just want the relationship to go away, that's one thing. Yeah. Like, Well, then don't like set if, any boundaries. If, just yes. <laughs> If this person is so, so toxic, if something so egregious happened, I, I do think that it's there's certain relationships you, that's like, I cannot speak. 
or look at you ever sure. again. If anything, I'll see you in court one day. It puts you in a really dangerous position levels. too. Like, let's say you're someone who is going to therapy because you're dealing with somebody who may be emotionally or physically abusive and you're trying to set these quote silent boundaries. You're literally staying quiet to let someone just keep on walking through your boundaries that could actually be valid. Yeah. You have to have your voice. It's, no one's a mind reader. And, that's and baffling I'm, and to me. If my therapist said, "You know what? I just let's take it. Let's take a breath, Davi. I want you to sit back, and we're gonna instill some silent boundaries today." I'd be like, oh, "Okay, so my silent boundary is you have want a great the, day. Bye. You want me to shut the fuck up? Like I've been talking too much, and it's like maybe some therapist because I do think it it can get to a point where you're just surrounded by yes people in your life. Mm-hmm. That's that can be family, friends, mm-hmm. coworkers that are enabling all your behaviors. And then you have a therapist that is like, I don't want to lose this client. Yeah. And I recognize that the personality possibly disorder that they have. If I told them your reaction in that situation might've been because of this and sure. this is triggered within you. That person would be like, what? No. My well, reaction was perfect. This they were the problem. Of a, of a yes therapist, like you're talking about, like yes people. Uh, you and I have talked about this before too. It's like it's like this cute idea to have people that keep you delusional in your life. Like, oh my god, she's such a good friend. She's like here for the delusion. I understand that in like this funny context, but do you really want a friend who is going to keep you like? delusional about stuff like they're not going to be like yo like this really is not cute it's not fun like you can be a yes bitch Mm -hmm. you know like if i see you going out and you're like i'm gonna be a slut tonight and i'm like yes queen slut Mm -hmm. that's different than me being like hey like yeah i think it's totally cool if you want to go cheat on your husband and blah blah like that's not like yeah there's nothing fun about having friends that are going to tell you it's like someone going to american idol and they're like oh my god you're this is perfect this is going to go so well for mm-hmm. you. You're going to make it to Hollywood. People are going to love you. You're going to be famous. They get there and they're like, oh, so good. <laughs> and they're like, who what Who happened? told you? My mom says that I sound great. Like, yeah. I need people to realize like delusion works if it's within. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be your friends trying to keep you delusional. They're not doing anything positive for you. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I'm like. Have delusional belief in yourself. Yes. Okay. Of course. But I don't want what my friends going. Confidence? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I look great tonight. I walk out and they're like, you look like Miss Piggy, like in a skin suit. Like yeah. Some, someone it's, needs to tell you this. De- like I want to Delivery know. could use work, but, sure, but sure, sure. I'm, I would say I'm I don't like a sausage love roll. the skirt. I love sausage rolls. I love I'm just not hungry right now. You know, like <laughs> give it to me the best way you can. Like but don't t- tell me that I look fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. If you know that I'm going to go out and like. I don't, and I'm not going to feel comfortable when someone makes a comment because I've done something or said something or I'm performing something that like is not going to hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't want that. It's not. I don't want the delusion. Yeah. In, in that aspect of my life, and especially in, in that could, family, friends, whatever. But for therapy, for mm. bettering yourself, Jesus. and for and to better yourself is to better humanity. And do you want to? contribute and be kind to humanity do you want the betterment of everyone or do you want to give people the cold shoulder and give people like some kind of complex like you hate yeah, that's them, not therapy which which i had seen happen with this person before so i was like so you're instilling this in your life in a lot of ways and i also have seen people you know, people have come to me and been like, "Do you think so and so is mad at me?" And and they're and they're in their head about it. I remember that it. myself. So I have to sit there going, "Oh, don't, don't, no." It's you know, this is everybody has moods. You I know? mean, like if I'll take a let's take, let's take a positive away from this, okay? Yeah. 
you are following instructions from your therapist. And I think applying your therapy to your life is a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. I just think your therapist was very fucked. <laughs> your therapist was fucked. <laughs> like, and we talked about this before. You've got to trust the person that you are getting therapy yes. from. You have to. What we need more of is actually listening to each other. Sure. Because... I feel like everybody's just going, you don't get enough likes on Instagram, you're boring. Everyone's boring. The world is it's boring. The bigger, better deal. And all I'm the like, time. honestly, the person that y'all equate as like the most boring has had the most interesting stories from you personally. Like every time, every fucking time, I find so much engagement and interest and sure. joy in talking to people and learning about other people yeah. and fucking listening. I could have never known this experience had I not met this person. Yeah. And I honestly, truly feel like I am a better person today because of that story I heard or the power I feel from this individual yeah. and their story. So I find so much interest in people I feel like I've always loved that about you. I think that it's one of those things where you are a very approachable person. Thank you. And I don't know if it's just me or like, I I feel kind of like I'm in the same boat. And I think people get weirded out by it on social media sometimes. Like somebody will write me that I've never spoken to before. I'm like, hey, you post this and I really love it. I'm like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. Like, how's your day? Blah, blah. And they're like, uh. And now. And I'm like, genuinely, like, I, I, as much as I love my alone time and love being alone, I do crave human interaction. I genuinely do. I love hearing people's stories. I love learning about people. And I love that people who hear Roth. I posted that video about being diabetic and finding out my mom's birthday. And I was devastated. Like, genuinely devastated. I remember. I'm fine now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not fine, but I'm fine, you know? But you have taken painstaking. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Lots of steps painstaking to get efforts where I to am. get to you. Yeah. And I genuinely, it crushed me. And I remember posting a video and like the next day I was like, fuck I should take that down like it's just so much I mean I'm sobbing in this video and I had so many random people random Mm -hmm. that were like thank you for posting this I cannot tell you that I've been dealing with this or I've dealt with something similar blah blah and I've made so many genuine connections I've made so many connections from going on tour with you from people like coming up and talking um shout out to Amanda I love you so much Um, (laughs) Amanda literally like there have just been people who have like really touched me and like said things and done things that I did not expect. And I Mm -hmm. think that when you're in a public eye position, people expect you to be 100% on all the time. They expect you to be your life that they see on Instagram and perfect little edited squares. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. That's not real. And I like that you are the kind of person, like when I talk to you, I get what I get all the time. It's never, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you're not turning something on to deal with me. Yeah. To turn it off later. No. Like you, what you see is what you get. And I think yeah. that's very hard to find. It's 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 the audacity to be genuine in the yeah. way things are today. Like and it honestly, is hard sometimes it's exhausting sometimes. Yeah. Like, you have to admit, like somebody like you said before, you were laughing the other day and you're I was like, This same. is so psychotic. Like somebody <laughs> will walk up and be like, I just divorced my husband, and you're like, Yes, queen, high, high five. five. And then the next person walk goes, I just got a divorce, and you're like, High five, and they're like, they're like That's so disrespectful. And you're like, Not oh. appropriate. Not <laughs> like, appropriate. I have Dobby. been there to watch these things, and you're like, Oh, like, oh I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Or someone comes up and goes, I have You're five. having a great time. You're like, Hi, it's nice <laughs> to meet you. And they're like, My grandma died yesterday, and blah, blah. And you're like, Oh, not gonna high here's, five. Here's this sticker. Like, yeah. give me a hug. Like, yeah. you know, like, you're like, What do you do with my hand? What do I put my hand? Like, I I don't. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. (laughs) You really never know what you're gonna get. You don't. We have a very like diverse, eclectic, fun audience that is constantly making me laugh. But to say like the audacity be genuine, because I think you're a very authentic person. Uh, Hearts on your sleeve. You are very just like truthful in everything. And when you see 
something that's not wrong like that. when hurt. you see yeah. something you say something and you've done that for me and I've always appreciated that that's who I've always been and claimed to be sure. is like I see something I say something I maybe talk too much I TMI like a mofo but I think in the end yeah. we're all better people having got that communication sure. out there some people don't want to communicate there's even some people that love conflict yes. but cannot deal with conflict I see it all the so time. they like to cause it and then back away into and a bush. watch it burn I, I that, is, that is a thing it's a thing God, I saint it I saint it with I saint my own two eyes it ain't Christian <laughs> We were, talking, we were talking yesterday, you said something about seeing something and saying something, and it kind of brought like a topic in my head that I feel like nobody wants to touch on because they're afraid to say it out loud, but I'll say it out loud for you mm-hmm. so you have this. Next on Davi the Scapegoat. And to not say that it exists and not understand it, you are perpetuating a problem. I just realized that I think where I got this perception of, of people where it's like, you're not in the community, you're not allowed to speak on it, right? What? if these are all people going to the same therapist that tells them to instill silent boundaries and they're trying out silent advocacy. Silent advocacy. (laughs) I see something, I say nothing. I'm very supportive of... (laughs) I don't know if you heard me or not, but I'm very supportive of... Are you supportive of... I am am pro. I am also pro, (laughs) but I'm also very anti... I love the tractor beep in the, the background. The tractor won't allow it. I'm very beep. You, yeah, you can't say anti-anything here. Do you want more of what's missing from this interview? Of course you do. That's why you need to join the fan club or subscribe to Davi the Scapegoat Plus. You get monthly exclusive content from Davi the Scapegoat and cool perks. Go to DaviCrimmins.com for more information or just search Davi the Scapegoat Plus wherever you're listening to your new favorite podcast. I think it's working this time. <laughs> Hold on. Let's do a mic check with uh, our impression of old Shakira. <clears throat> Where am I? Where am I? You know I've got sand in my eye. I'll be there and you'll be near. <laughs> and that's the deal, my girl. Oh, come over. I'm never going to be Move able to. Move over. Come over. <laughs> uh, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm coming out. I'm Ryan Lil. And I'm very gay. gay. And I drink no homo milk. No homo milk. No homo milk.